Hello and welcome back to the Barely Controversial Podcast with me, Rihanna. And your girl, NDN. Yay! <laughs> Yay! So, today we will be talking about the Megan and Harry interview with Oprah. Um, it's a big thing going on right now in the UK. And you are. In America now. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to get into in regards to what's actually happened, what's been said, and the Im- implications of it all. Um, I don't know. How are you feeling about that? Do you know what? I feel like, you know, when years ago, when Kim Kardashian did that, like, um, cover with, like, her ass out, and there was, like, a, there was, like something on her ass, and then... Oh, the breaking the internet. Yeah. I yeah. feel like this is truly what has broken the internet because I feel like it's not just like surface level in terms of like people on the internet, on Twitter and Instagram. It's actual journalists and news reporters that are really showing themselves. Like, oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. For me, uh, Pierce Morgan, I think he was oh. tired. <laughs> Namely him. He's he seems to be the main person on this Meghan Markle hate train. Oh, and it's it's crazy to me because I do do you know about the background of because of, it you you'd think that they they have an extensive history, right? Honestly, like you explain it because I feel like it was just one date, no? One date. They went out, I think they went to a pub. Um apparently like Piers got her a few drinks or whatever, like he didn't say it was bad he didn't say it was good but you know they like it sounds like a date you know Piers puts her in a cab and apparently that cab was to go to a party where she met Harry yeah and then the rest is history and Piers never heard from her again that's it as in you were at a date but she didn't feel like it was going to go any further so she didn't speak again like many women do and many women are entitled to do exactly exactly it just shows how much ego, like, he must have, that, no, it must have, it shows how much his ego was bruised to the core where he, this girl, woman does not know you. You guys yeah. have never spoken, like, since that moment. Since yet, then. The anger and the passion and the way he takes one thing that she says and then, yeah, sit. Like I've been watching all of the good GMB, good um, Good Morning Britain yes. interviews that he's done with his father, with uh, Meghan Markle's father. He's done with a doctor. He's done with so many people. Mm-hmm. And with Shola, um, Dr. Shola, and he has continuously berated Shola and everyone else that seems to be mutual or willing to hear his point. He has tried to twist their argument to suit his argument. Agenda. Yeah, yeah. his agenda. Like, yeah. I don't know who is like literally paying this man to literally speak out the way he has spoken on Meghan Markle. I've never seen him speak this, I've never seen him have this passion. Ever about for one, anyone for anyone about a, a singular individual yeah. who does not know I have never seen it and his friends his team his agent whoever they need to speak to him and tell him unless you want to ruin your career pipe the fuck down but my thing is is he ruining his career because who's paid like some people say that he is on their payroll I, I would not be surprised if he's on their payroll. I mean, let's kind of like get into like the context. So um, obviously we're speaking on Piers Morgan, so we can just start off with Piers Morgan. And he's been the main voice kind of after, from the aftermath of, um, of the Oprah interview. So let's look at the fact that she, talk, she spoke on her suicidal thoughts. Right. So going, going off of that, um, so Piers has said a lot like... In terms of the negative things you hear in the media, etc., Pierce is always behind that to back it up because I guess that's that's his vision of Megan. He feels some type of way. Um, it's it doesn't make sense to me just based on the lack of history they have. So in terms of his passion towards his his hate or disdain for Megan, mm-hmm. I don't understand it. And all I can put it down to is the fact that he scorned from that first meeting. That's all I can be, or jealousy, Wait, or something like that. So just a pause. Um, I'm in my front living room, and our doorbell just rang. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. 
Okay, sorry, yeah, continue. So, so with this, obviously, as as you've mentioned, Nadine, Mm -hmm. like in in the interview, um, Megan's talking about how she felt basically suicidal. She said she didn't want to be here anymore. That's what she said. She was pregnant. She didn't want to be here anymore. And she noted that, because obviously uh, shortly before opening up to Harry about how she was feeling, Mm. just based on her feeling isolated, her feeling trapped, not getting the same protection, the the media being on her back. Mm -hmm. She expressed that to Harry and she was like, I don't want to be here anymore. This is how I'm feeling. Um, And they had someone to go and he, Harry, I think he, he noted, okay, you know what, you stay, you don't need to go. But one thing that was rude, like, it really upset me because she then said, like, she can't be left alone in fear that she may harm herself. That's what she said. That's what she She expressed on Oprah. And any person with a heart would take that in and feel empathetic about the situation. They'll note that something is wrong and they'll note that the monarchy and how they run has gotten to gotten her to this place as well as the media mm-hmm. but Piers said that well she's like he doesn't believe her yeah what he's lying he actually said on national television the next morning after that interview that she must be lying because he knows her so well that he knows when she's lying he knows when she's telling the truth and at that Who, exact moment she must have been lying and I literally, I had a, I, I had chicken and spaghetti in my, in my bowl. Mm. My chicken dropped. I was literally just like, wow. What? Like I had to, hmm. like to me, it's like, for the fact that she not only said that she had suicidal thoughts, felt that if she was left alone, she was going to do something. It's so clear and that's like a pivotal moment to know that this woman really wasn't protected by one yeah. of the biggest monarchs the world has ever seen. The, the one of the long-lasting biggest monarchs families and seen. yeah, it, like they have the money, they have the resources. Oh, I'm sure they do. Let's get into that. So we're now discussing. Sorry. So now the fact that they have all these resources that we're actually paying the the we are paying the bill. Oh everything that they have at this exact moment yet with their chest they actually said that because they are um, when they went to uh i think this was this was before they even stepped down with from um from royal duties oh okay yeah to canada yes Paris, yes the interview that they then decided to take their security <laughs> I was just looking, I was just, and what I loved, he's so, that's how you know this boy is so smart. When they said we're going to take away security, he responded saying to, is the threat level decreased that you're going to take away my security? They couldn't say anything. Because it's a no, they they noted that the threat level hadn't decreased. However, it's the change in status. Mm -hmm. But then what does that mean when they need that security? They can't change the threat level. They cannot change their threat level. Exactly. So you guys, so what? So that's what confuses me. So if that, who, first of all, it needs like for me, I definitely believe that the um, senior members of the royal family would have known that that was going to happen. They were either a part of the discussion or would have known that that was going to happen. And the son of the queen, he didn't feel comfortable enough to speak to the senior members to say what's going on. Why are they removing my security? Why are they... And I said they hadn't learned from... Um, from uh, what's her name? Diana. His mother died from this. Her mother literally died from the lack of security and care from the royal family to protect her. They are essentially trying to do the same thing to him and his family. Do you know, do you know what PTSD is really running through this guy's mind? That's what I'm saying. And then your brother. It was, it's a traumatic situation, honestly, because like it, it was, it was basically a spectacle. It was for everybody, yeah. you know. Like he was a young boy when that happened. Like losing your mom so young, obviously, like 
it's going to hurt, haunt and hurt you. You're never going to let that go. Even when you become, but even, even when you have your own family, it's always going to haunt you. And now it's almost like, right, it's, he said it, is history going to repeat itself? His mother was in a different country. She did not have any security. Mm. She was literally left to die on the French roads. Yeah, I mean, with that though, was it? Well, they say it's a car accident. Some people say it was set up. I, I'm not sure what your stance on that is. Oh, I. <laughs> oof, it's a tricky one because I don't want to say certain things because I know it's my pod, whatever. But it's like, yeah, there's an element of I don't want to. I it, I haven't read into it for me to categorically say that it must have been the monarchy or it must have been an inside job, just because. Yeah. I'm, of the situation on a superficial level I haven't gone into it I haven't okay. read any books I haven't do you know what I mean I haven't gone and obviously they're big allegations so exactly and it's yeah. massive exactly that and that's what's so different to the situation with um, in terms of this situation is that there's clear tell signs that the way they are being treated is different is different yes. there are clear tell signs you don't have to go too deep to, no. to read between the lines of what they are saying in that interview. A thousand percent. So the ITV apparently, or, or Pismo, I don't know, but they're meant to be advocates for <coughs> mental health, right? Mm-hmm. And so with mental health, people always say, why didn't you speak up? Yeah. Why didn't you say anything? Mm-hmm. Um, you could have gotten help. Yeah. Megan has actively expressed how she felt she's tried to get help and she's noted that she wasn't able to exactly but then he doesn't believe like it's just not adding up like his what he says his morals are and his views are they're not adding up with what he's saying about megan based on his own bias oh yeah they're clouded by his own judgment of who she is of who he thinks that he is and it's just like well what is what is like it's just so clear his angle and in fact did you watch that interview that he did oh that yeah i need to get the guy's name (laughs) before i say it all right cool i've got Uh, it i've got i've got it already boy i'm ready i'm ready (laughs) listen (laughs) listen wait before we get into that because are we talking about listen (laughs) no peers yeah (laughs) he talks the maddest stuff Okay, one, I saw when he was antagonising the guy that does the weather. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. He was antagonising this guy. Oh, what is his name? And this guy was the one who spoke against him in that video that you saw. Oh, Alex. That's him. Yeah, so basically he was, he was basically uh, taught, like, he was basically taunting him saying, look, listen, the weather's going to be hot. Like, there's not much really to say about it. Uh-huh. Like, why, why do we need you here kind of, kind of thing? Basically downplaying his job. I'm not sure how they got to that point because it was a short clip, but it ended up with that guy, the, the one that you're referring to, the one that caught, that's called him out on the panel, that guy kind of walked out. So, what? okay, so he walked out and then he's like, obviously this guy is just, ta- like, Piers Morgan is taunting him. Turn it around now, Piers is being called out and this guy is speaking facts. What is his name? Alex, Alex Bursford. Yeah. Alex Bursford, yeah. Alex Bursford, yeah. Yeah. He is talking facts. Nothing he said was wrong. I'm so sorry. No, he was talking pure facts and just for like context. So Piers, um, Alex, um, and a few other panelists were on the panel of Good Morning Britain earlier today. And Alex was essentially, he was saying that the reason for the re- the reason why you speak on um, uh, you speak on Megan the way you do is because of the relationship that you had with her. He couldn't even finish this sentence, and Pierce Morgan literally said, "Oh no, I've had enough. I'm not hearing exactly. it." <laughs> Alex basically said, "Listen, you feel away because you got rejected or something." Uh, basically, long story short, it's a cold world, B. <laughs> it is but it's a cold world but I'm telling women are allowed to do that it's a date it is a date exactly so for you exactly. take yourself 
out of out of that whole interview because you could not handle another man that he probably doesn't respect. Therefore, he's feeling a certain type of way that Alex is the one that's telling him this. Yeah, like, honestly, what I what, what I feel because the way he said it wasn't rude. How he said it, no, wasn't rude. it was it's matter of fact. fact. It was it was very matter of fact. It was actually I felt like he was even trying to say it in a nice way so he wouldn't feel. Because him as a fellow man, he wanted to say it in a way where he wouldn't feel that it was rejection. He literally didn't even say rejection. He said, because of the past that you've had with her, and yeah. the peers went, right, had enough. Bro, yeah. literally walked off stage. And like, it's such a good point as well. Like, it's not that he was chatting crap. <laughs> like, and it's true. Peers literally can't handle, can't handle the heat in the kitchen that he creates. The way exactly. he breaks and speaks to people, especially Dr. Shola, and yeah. this is what gets you so irate that you walk out, out on set. There seems to be a pattern there. He does, it seems that he does rub people the wrong way. Hmm. That's his brand. Mm-hmm. His brand. Do you think he does it on purpose or that's him? Oh no, I feel like it's, I feel like it's both. It's naturally him, and then he just ups the ante when when the cameras are on. Uh, I think. What do you think? I I do believe it's just him because um, yeah, it's literally just him. I don't I don't see him like he doesn't break out of character. He always acts like this, whether that's social media or on camera. Like that's just who he is. That's how he acts. Honestly. And I just have, and I also want to question how good of a journalist is he? Because mm-hmm. he literally, like as a journalist, things are very black and white for you. So it's what the person says in the interview or it's what the research has said. Yes. Everything that he has said about, I, for example, her lying about her suicidal thoughts, is that what a journalist is meant to say? No. Exactly. Like he's meant to be unbiased. He's meant to come at it from a perspective of of many or see both sides. Has he ever spoken in favor of Megan ever? No, it's because of his bias. Like he, I swear, is he not married? I swear he has a child, he has a son. Three sons and a daughter. Wow. Even she's chatting worse. Piers Morgan's wife Celia accuses Meghan Markle of acting in interview with Oprah. Wow. They came together for a reason, boy. They literally came together. They are, the, they are cut <laughs> The same cloth. White supremacist cloth. It's mad. And also, another. speaking of white supremacy and Piers Morgan, um, <laughs> did, you, did you see his comments around the Black Lives Matter movement? I chose, I literally muted him from everything. So you're going to have to just update me. So with that, a lot of people were... Um, were warming up to him because he noted oh, he was in yeah. favour of it. Yeah, I saw him on UK Gossip TV. That mm. is true. He now was, mm, he was. Very we, we can't. But with 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 these people, and it's like when we were speaking about allyship, we can't let our guards down. Whenever maybe somebody says something one time that makes sense, mm. because for all the times that he makes sense, which isn't much. <laughs> Like, there's going to be a thousand other times where he doesn't make sense at all. And he, and he comes back spewing the same negativity and the same ignorance, which is what we're seeing here. Honestly, I mean, because that's one thing that Alex Clare... Uh, what's his name? Alex Burford. 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 Yeah. That's one thing that he did say in that same interview that Piers walked out on is that the same energy that we had during the BLM movement, we need to bring that energy here. When somebody is discussing their own lived experience Mm -hmm. and stating that they felt racial undertones or they felt they were treated differently because of their race, it is so disgusting of you to mm-hmm. look at the fact of, oh, she's calling the monarchy racist. Like, that's the stance you take rather than the stance of what happened or what got her to this point where she felt that she could say on live TV in big, big 4K that she yeah. was treated X, Y, Z. She was treated in a way because of her race. And it's not just her saying it, her man is backing it too. And he is part of the same firm that she is alluding to as a racist firm. Yeah. 
Like they're, they're definitely alluding to that. Like you, you can see that. And another thing to back that up, actually, um, obviously with Alex, but uh, Bearford noting those points. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, did you see, I think uh, Trisha? Goddard? Yeah, I did watch that. I watched that, yeah. Trisha right. Piers Morgan. Yeah, and with Piers Morgan, she basically said the same thing. Like she said, you can't talk about the black experience. Like you can't tell a black person that something isn't racist. You can talk about anything else, but you can't tell a black person what is and isn't racist. That's not your place. Exactly. Say it louder to the nth degree. It will never ever be your place, especially because you're going to be coming from a place of privilege by default because you are white. Exactly. Oh, you cannot do it. You cannot say it. And, you know, one thing that Dr. Scholler said... And I, actually, before I even go to Dr. Shola, big up Trisha because I really felt her and Dr. Shola were the ones that really hurt Piers Morgan. Holding it down. Were holding it down for us, were speaking so eloquently and came with the tea and came with the facts. Shola made a statement in her interview with Piers Morgan and I have to say, she holds herself to such a high standard when it comes to that man because there were so many times where I literally wanted to go through the TV screen and smack that man because of berating her and triggering her, right? So, Shola said several times that the monarchy is rooted in white supremacy and racism. Like, that is what they are built on. That's on the blue bloodline. (laughs) They are built on hierarchy. They're built on esteem. That is what they're built on. That's what keeps them going. Thanks to the Nazis. (laughs) Let's not even... Just... (laughs) <laughs> like where what do we Listen. like how can we not even say that it's we, we, we don't have to say that they are racist we can say with confidence that the monarchy the firm is built on white supremacy which is off the back of racism and that's yeah. that, like that's just that's clear fact and that's something that we've lived with we pay taxes for it anybody doing up a, a, a demonstration of once a year take down the monarchy because they're racist no we just actually we just learn to live with it yeah it's like something that's acknowledged that we know as a people, but we just go through it, get through it, I guess. Exactly. Like with most things. Exactly. Yeah. So Shola was out here like discussing, saying, you know, the monarchy is rooted in white supremacy. And then uh, Piers Morgan kept buttoning, buttoning, buttoning in. And then towards the end of her, com- of her commentary, he then butts in and says, is it okay if, um, if we have uh, Johnson Bahari, he won the Victoria Cross for serving his country and his black, would you allow him to speak? When he said that, I was like, wow. Like, you're actually exhibiting racist behaviour. Tokenism. You're basically saying, oh, there's another black guy, are you going to let him speak? These type of comments, that type of behaviour is what Megan was talking about. It's that unseen, undertonal racism that you can't pinpoint. It's not somebody calling you a monkey. No. What somebody's saying, oh, can I touch your hair? I've never seen that before. No. It's somebody saying certain things in a way that they say it to trick mm-hmm. you. He literally, like purposely, I'm, I'm going to send it to you, he purposely tricked, it went, up, it went over a lot of people's heads, he purposely said that to trigger her. And then that stupid Johnson Bahari, he now comes in, and this is what Piers asks him, is the royal family racist? You've chilled with the royal family. Are they racist? What kind of uneducated and unbalanced question. Yeah, it's, it's such a broad question. Like, they need to be very specific when they're asking these types of questions. Like, they need to pinpoint the actual issue. So it's not like, is the royal family racist? It's just, is this institution inherently racist? Has it been built off of racism? Exactly. You no, know? Is there some kind of discrimination in regards to what is happening with Megan? Is do you feel as though her ancestry, given that she has a black mother, has something to do with the way she is being treated right now? Exactly. Exactly that. Those are the type of educated, specific questions you ask when it comes to racism. Like it's like they don't, they don't care to ask those questions. Exactly. They just want they just want to dash away the situation like it's nothing. Exactly because of course this guy who is uneducated he isn't as educated as Dr. Shola like he would never dare ask Dr. Shola that question. But he went and asked this guy. I'm sorry. He's he seems lovely, but he's so dumb. This is his response. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I was like, what? 
he was like, I am chilled with the royal family and I don't believe it. I can't believe it that they would be, um, they would be racist. I've chilled with them. I've come to the palace. You know, I see the charity work that they do. I was just like, yeah, you clearly don't get it. You're one of those ones that somebody has to call you a monkey so you to then say that they're racist. You can yeah. have no understanding of what, of what, what is it called? It's not undertonal racism, overt racism. Like you clearly, Oh, like covert. Covert, that's it. You clearly have no clue what that is. Yeah, because it works both ways, really. And they, they're, as bad, uh, they're as bad as each other. A hundred, a hundred percent. And for an, an example of such covert racism is the fact that, so did you um, see like all the, like years ago, up until really like beginning of this year, actually lies, up until literally just last week, how the Daily Mail specifically, how they always target and make Megan look in the media. You've seen all of that, right? Um, I, d- I don't know about how she looks, but like, do you mean in terms of like her, her traits, like calling out her character? So for example, when she was touching her baby bump and then she yeah. was seen as like showing off. Whereas when you see Kate, she was just like, it, it was some cute thing to do. Or she yeah. was seen as, as um, manipulating Harry, just based, even, even with this interview, like somebody did body language or whatever. So, oh, Harry's leaning in and she's leaning back and whatever. So it shows that, oh, Harry's really in this, but Megan's not really in this. Or oh, really okay. a woman who can't lean forward. You know what I mean? People are doing, doing body language expert to basically show off that Megan didn't want to be like sit with Harry or she wasn't interested. The oh. same Oprah interview where she's talking about her depression. This is what people are saying. Like, are we talking about situations like that? Like what? The, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about that, like how the media berates her and triggers her. It is so funny to me that somebody that is meant to be a journalist, Mr. Piers Morgan, he was not able to identify and Dr. Schuller brought him out on this. He basically showed, he's, he was like, um, he said, oh, when it was the wedding day, the tabloids showed her love and started showing different tabloids of them saying, oh, a princess entered the building and, and all of this. Mm-hmm. Dr. Shola was like, so you've missed out on all the thousands of tabloids. Listen. Questioning how she was holding her baby, questioning what she was eating for her baby, that a BBC journalist went and uploaded a picture of a monkey the day her child was born. Mm. Are we all going to ignore this? That was the first time Piers Morgan didn't actually say nothing. I was like, wow. He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything because he had put himself in it by just showing specific tabloids. He didn't show the tabloids that actually showed how she was being racially, how not I don't, how she was basically being painted out in the media. Because, yeah. Because she is one of the first members of the senior royal family. She is the first member of the senior royal family. That I think is so, that. yeah. Yeah. 100%. And it's just interesting to me because it's like, okay, so then everybody else in the royal family, i.e. Chris Andrew, who has actually been seen out, and there are how many pictures of him and a felon, a sexual predator? Oh, right. Yes, 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 yes. There is no talk in that. There is no anger in that. But yeah. there's so much anger from the tabloids to Piers Morgan to all these journalists about... Something that she about um, about Megan, yeah, exactly. about little things yeah. as well, like that don't mean anything. Some of them lies. It, oh, all, it, of them, all of them, are if, lies. if not all of them, lies. Yeah, all of them are lies. Like for example, how they made how they made out that Meghan Markle made um, what's the other white? Oh, um, Kate. Yeah, how she made her cry. They said they actually made a comment. They made a whole thread on how Meghan Markle made Kate cry. That went on for a while. That went on for a while. That was going on. And we found out, obviously, with the interview, it was the other way around. Exactly. And And everybody knew. Everybody in that institution knew. But she didn't get that protection. Exactly. And why didn't she get that protection? Because she black. (laughs) 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 And it's funny though because um because obviously she's she's a mixed race woman, right? She has a very light complexion. Very, yeah. Even with that, you, you like you only need to be that little bit, like you only need that little bit of ancestry 
Mm-hmm. And this this is how they could treat. Imagine if it was a if it was a dark full blown black babe. Ha! Could Imagine. that even run? Could that even run? With what is going on now, and this is very bad. Mm-hmm. With the backdrop of BLM, yours. This is there's still. In fact, to be fair, everything was happening that they're speaking of before BLM. Well, some of it, most of it. But even still, like after BLM, there was still no change. There was still no realisation of, uh, we are clearly, you know, nobody in the firm, from the business department, from the marketing Mm. department, all departments, HR, nobody felt inclined to revisit their platforms and how they treat certain members of staff or certain members of the family. There was no no self-analysis. Yeah, but when it comes to racism, especially racism in Britain, this is this is a different thing. The races in Britain, and there are quite a lot of them, mm-hmm. they don't like to like they want to be racist in peace. They don't want to be called racist, essentially. They want to be racist and they'll keep being racist and they'll keep saying racist things and they'll continue to be called out. But call them a racist and they go mad. A hundred percent. It's crazy. Like, you can't you can't do racist stuff and not expect to be called a racist. Exactly. And I feel like that's the point that GMB is missing. They literally gave Piz Morgan the floor to be sexist, racist, yes. racist, yes. all of that. All of it. All and of he it. does it so blatantly as well. I think even the other day, I don't know if you saw, but he basically said obviously the sun is out and he said it's it's known because one of his colleagues came in wearing a dress he made a spectacle of that like you know she was made to stand up and show like show her dress because he was like oh you know she's coming with a short skirt just making it a thing like she was obviously very uncomfortable and you can see that from the clip are you serious yeah that's the sexism at play oh clear as day clear as day clear as day did you watch the interview with the father? No, did you? Yes, I did. Tell us about it. Oh, do you know what? I really understand why she is no longer speaking to her father because I can't imagine my father speaking on live TV about me and my husband. Remember it, how he spoke um, before the wedding as well? Now, what happened was he had uh, a heart attack so he wasn't able to attend to walk her down the aisle. And oh, okay. So the intention was there. Yeah, so the intention was there. They actually okay. wanted to have a good relationship with him, ETC. But he obviously made a really bad blunder by working with um, a photographer to, sh- um, to basically make um, some photographs of him researching the royal family. And, you know, that because obviously... Uh, Morgan, uh, not Morgan, <laughs> Megan is trying to be as, you know, closed off to the public and to tabloids as possible. Her dad accepting this offer by, um, by those said tabloids that she's trying to keep away from her family was very, very damaging to her. And he lied about it. He actually said on that, on the um, GMB interview that he regrets lying to his daughter about whether he had planned that with the photographer. When she okay. called him, he was like, she, when she called him and when the story came out, he was like, no, I didn't plan it. And then like a couple of months later, then came out that he did plan it. And that's when she decided to cut him off because she just didn't know whether to trust him or not. And I'm sure there were other things that were surrounding it as well. But the one thing that he said that really triggered me because this man has never even stepped foot in this country. Mm-hmm is he said he was asked again by Pierce Morgan the dumb question of do you think the UK is racist and this okay. said no he's worked he's lived in uh, LA all his life LA is racist but the UK and the monarchy is not I was like what and this is the same monarchy that you are complaining about that did not protect you he was saying how they didn't protect you, how they annoyed that they didn't protect you. Yet your biracial daughter, you as a white man that's never stepped foot in this country, your biracial daughter is saying on live 4K, alluding to the fact that she was treated a different type of way because she is biracial. And you're now saying the next day that the UK is not racist. So you're basically not backing your daughter because of yeah. because she's not speaking to you right now. After your daughter opened up and said that she felt essentially suicidal, that's this is what you have to say. This is your response. 
Exactly. And that's when the woman came in, because when he said that, she was shocked. Yeah. She was like, but your daughter, you know, how do you feel about the fact that she said that she was suicidal because of how she was being treated? His response was, if you hadn't cut off your family, you would have been able to, to turn to us. Wow. That's her dad. Wow. So mad. It was so mad. And I felt so sorry for her. I was like, wow, like... Unforgivable. Unfor- that's unforgivable. If you ever think, because he's trying, basically he said that he does shit every 30 days with the tabloids so he can get her attention because he she wasn't returning his calls, returning his texts. Do you honestly think after that interview, after you basically have shown that you're not going to back your daughter, yeah. she's never going to speak to you ever again? I don't understand how even even being on Good Morning Britain, a place where Piers Morgan has the floor to bash Megan every so often, like exactly. even going on that platform. Do you go that would have in my head? You're correct. Yeah. Like when would that ever be a good idea? <laughs> I mean, from the interview, obviously we we know that Megan doesn't read the tabloids and she doesn't look into what people say about her, which is good because they say a lot. I just feel so bad for her, honestly. Um, there, there are obviously our perspectives and a lot of things can be true at the same time. Um, you know, it's, it's noted that she went into the situation. Um, she was naive. Yes, she did. Like she's in the interview. Um, did you catch when she told Oprah, like she thought it was going to be like meeting any. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. And I, I'm guessing, like, I believe that that bias comes from the fact that she's not from Britain. To oh, be 100%. Honest. Like, she thought it was going to be one one way, like, oh, they're celebrities, they're just known. This is more than that. This is the whole institution that's lasted for, what is it, centuries? I don't know. I think at least it's, since, like, 1066 or 2020 time. Like, Listen. It, it goes it goes back further than like this is not these aren't just celebrities yeah no these are celebrities this is like blue blood <laughs> blue blood and she's gone into that situation she didn't like she noted that she didn't know what she was getting into and it is something that she definitely should have fought four times about not even twice yeah no 100 percent. she 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 should have done better I would yeah. definitely say that she should have done better, but that doesn't that doesn't take it doesn't take away that. from yeah. yeah it it really really doesn't and it's just such a shame that you know oh, it's just it's just such a shame that she's going through this and one thing that um, I realized that like, kind of like on upon analysis is that the crown they re- or the royal family rather the firm whatever you want to call them they really this really was a missed opportunity to show progression to show inclusion and to show that they are with the times if that was their intention but they've shown they've shown many a time that they're not with the times like even with the whole diana situation like they didn't like how she was dressing or, or whatever like they they always show that they want to keep things how like how they were back then yeah very historic archaic this could have been an opportunity just for the fact that they could have utilised, like they could have actually owned the fact that they had a biracial person in the senior, uh, within the senior yeah. part of their royal family. They could have yeah. actually ridden that till the wheels come off. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they could have been a yeah. statement. Missed opportunity, so, definitely. Missed opportunity, 100%, because they really could have shown, they, they should have made an extra effort on her to show that they appreciate that somebody of a biracial black background, well, specifically a black background, has entered into the senior part of the royal family. That it's not just about going to all these different countries, Kenya, Nigeria, stepping off the plane, getting handed flowers from a little black girl. No. It's not just about the show. Of like the show that in the institution as well. So it's in the institution as well. Because it's them that's riding the flag and wanting to hold on to this Commonwealth. Because realistically, without the Commonwealth as a project for them, what do mm-hmm. they have? <laughs> I'm not sure. What else is on the world stage that they can pronounce as something that they are holding on to? 
nothing. The only other thing is Prince Harry and his Invictus games. Mm-hmm. Everything else is to do with the Commonwealth. So they should have pulled up a strategy team to realize and understand how can we essentially ride off this train that we have as someone that's biracial, just in the senior cabinet of the royal family. But how can we utilize this for our benefit and for the benefit of the Commonwealth to make us seem more relevant? But it's clear to me that, that was, if that wasn't your psyche, that, that means to me is that you just did not care enough. You did. They just don't want to move forward, though. So, like that's that's how I see it. They yeah. don't want they don't want to see this happen. To be honest, they want to keep it as it is. Maybe do their little thing on the side to make them look good, or whatever. Like just do what they can do. But otherwise, they they did not want this at all. And she noted that obviously the queen opened like welcomed her with like. Mm-hmm open arms etc I loved I loved that she really emphasized that it was a really good it was a, her and yeah, Harry though. yeah both of them they really emphasized that so they really wanted to protect her you yeah and the queen at all costs and I definitely appreciated that and understood that to be fair like I, I do believe like the queen's like an art like uh, she's a queen but essentially she's she's a she's an like she's a grandma do you know what I mean like she's an old lady oh, oh. I believe the fact that she obviously wasn't mean or didn't see anything in a in a way. I just think it's it's the people, the people working there. Yeah, like the other like the other people who are who are keeping it running. And from what has been said in that interview, it seems as though a lot of a lot of them are like pawns in this in this game. Like some like someone pulling the strings. Oh, a hundred. There's something that that's why when he said that they're trapped, I really yes. trust that. I really felt that. And the yeah. fact that he felt that he couldn't do, he couldn't get out without her actually showed that they're really living in a bubble. Yes. They can't imagine life outside of what they're currently living in. They're going to, they're going to die. They're going to, they're born from this. They're going to die with this. It's never, there's that, I literally felt that within what he said. Even when he said that his, his father and his brother, they're also trapped. They're trapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you, did you catch when Megan also said that when, I guess, it, um, like her, her passport and her keys and stuff were taken away? Not, not out of punishment, but I, I'm guessing it's because she, doesn't, like, she didn't need them. She'd be driven around and all that. Even still, why can't she have her own? I don't know. That's weird. That's very weird and it's very, very questionable as to why that's part of being a royal, that you're stripped of your freedom. Because Essentially, in an employer, yeah. employee contract, it's nine to five, baby. <laughs> nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> you get, you know? And then, yeah. so why is it when you join this family, like your rights are essentially taken away from you? Yeah. People that are not even part of the family, that people that kind of run the, the firm, they're the ones that dictate what you can and can't do, but they're not even the bloodline. Like, it's it just, I mean, I know I've watched a lot of these kind of like films and um, series on Netflix, ETC, on how essentially those that are in power, they're not actually in power. Power, and yeah. It just made me question, for what? Like, yeah. what is the game? Oh. And who is it? Like, who is actually pulling the... St- I think I, I don't think it's one particular person. I think it's definitely a network of people. Oh. But it's so crazy because they'll be the ones that you probably can't see. Oh, 100%. Behind, behind the the yeah. I don't told you. I was oh, you said the Freemasons. It's part of that kind of... That type of... Elite group. That type of elite group. They are the ones. There's something beyond the red carpet. Very, It's very clear. Um... I do feel like people in the royal family, like they have to, they have to adhere to these rules or face very strict, very strict rules or face something that a punishment that we can't even understand, but they probably know. Like it's been spoken of. Like you can, you can literally just tell and feel that this royal family isn't what we're seeing. What we're seeing, like this queen that's, that's, that's on this high, you know, not that she's, she's on a high house, but that she's just been set this high standard of being like the creme de la creme of royalty. It's not that. Behind the scenes, it really isn't that. There's something else. And yeah. I commend both of them for... Making it out, to be honest, because that, that can't be easy. Maybe what's behind, obviously, the passport taking away, take, getting taken away is the fact that they, I guess when you're in that position, you, it's 
necessary because you don't need for anything. Like everything will be taken care of for you. Mm. So that must be the explanation behind it. But then it's crazy because then they can just turn your back on you so quickly. Look at how they said you're not allowed security. For me, that's, that's you threatening their lives in a different way. Yeah, because as, as we've said, the threat hasn't changed. Exactly. And their reasoning behind that was because obviously the DPCs have changed. They, they've stepped down. Like, and this is like basically the security is for if you're in these positions, which they weren't anymore. But that's that technicality right there. Like their family. Mm-hmm, exactly. Their family. Like the family, the, the father, this brother, that's what I don't understand. Father, yeah. That's my son. That's my grandson. Grandson. What if something happens to my children? His father's not saying this. His father's not answering his calls. Oh, speaking. Right. We, we have not mentioned this. Here you go. Right. So Megan was pregnant, yeah? Mm-hmm. And there, there was a thing that came up with a concern over oh. over the skin colour of the well, baby. Yeah, yeah. Now, I saw... Now, that is diabolical, but I saw in... I think it, it was mentioned on, on one of these news outlets. No, Oprah. Oprah said it um, on, on, I'm guessing, a US news outlet. And she said that Harry wanted people to know that the person who questioned the skin colour of the baby, it wasn't his grandmother mm. and it wasn't his grandfather. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not the queen and it's not the guy who looks... What's his name? The guy that's almost dead. Precisely. He looks like he's dying. I was going to say that, but I thought... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we know it's not them two. Who do you think it is? Oh, it's the, I initially thought it was the brother, but then upon watching it again and just kind of speaking to other people, it's definitely his dad. I believe it's his dad, because at least... Because from, from what was being said, I think Harry is... Okay, obviously he's not on good terms with them, but um, I think yeah, him and why? him and William they they've had some conversation, right? Him and William, William, yeah, his brother. Um, I think so. I know they've done Zoom with the Queen. Zoom, yeah, but this has been past that situation. So, I, and given that they've both gone through the same thing, mm. um, I just I don't know. I I just don't I don't see I don't see William doing that, but. Is his name Charles, the dad? Yeah, the Prince Charles, that's it, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie, I think it was him. I won't put it past him at all. I think I it was him. Just based on... Yeah, just based on the um, reception that he's giving Harry right now, not answering calls. Yeah, yeah. He is definitely a royalist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to... What? That's going to be our king. That's... Oh, God of Israel. Can't even deal with it. But, yeah... He definitely, I am so convicted that it was his father that said that because not one moment in the interview did he portray his father in a good light. Actually, he proper didn't. It's mad. No one, no one. He made sure he spoke of his grandfather very well. He didn't really speak on his brother, but he did show that there was a relationship there and whatever. But... Essentially, when it came to his father, he just said he hopes the relationship can be salvaged. Why was the relationship ruined in the first place? He didn't want to say. He's never actually... He spoke on the fact that the relationship was, was, was not great, but he didn't say why. Yeah. He never said why. And things may have been tricky, obviously, since his mum passed away, because obviously there's the whole situation with... What's her name? Camilla? Oh. Yeah, like that that whole scandal there. So, and of course, if he's going to be the next king, we can't have a like. It wouldn't be acceptable for us to have a racist, a potentially racist king to head the monarch. So that's why he said it will be damaging for the, for that person. He wouldn't be able to say it. Exactly. Like you can't speak against the future monarch like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Not. But I believe it was him. Obviously, it's conspiracy. We'll never really know, but we, you know, it's the, it's the truth that it was either William or um, Charles. Yeah, essentially. Maybe it was Camilla, but then I feel like that's not really her place. So, if he said it, I don't think he would even have it. <laughs> we'll be talking about it. I don't think he'd be as hurt because he don't really rate her, anyways. Do you know what I'm saying? 
he probably just had to shut up. Oh, how he dealt with, no, nah, he would have told us to shut up. Like, if you ever come for my child, it's not possible. But you can hear how hurt he was from that comment that it had to be somebody that he loves or has some adoration for. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And really, you, you would think that he'd maybe tell Oprah, just let people know that it's not my dad, right? Girl, girl, mate, listen. I mean, he didn't say he didn't say to obviously say it's not my brother. So I don't know, but I just don't see that. I don't, I don't see that being a thing. But do you know what's really shameless that I've seen? I don't know if you even had a chance to see this one. I think this has happened literally recently. So apparently, Prince Charles basically has gone to a church in in Northwest. I'm not sure if it's the same one, but he he's he's there, and you can see him being videoed with black people showing him around and stuff. He's trying to stay face. <laughs> you know, he's trying. He yeah, literally, literally yeah. that he's trying to save face after all that's come out, like racism here, there, and everywhere, discrimination. You're just trying to get videoed and pictured with black people. Come on, man. <laughs> like, oh, he, that's how you know how out of touch he is. Like, he really thinks that's that's. A maneuver like that strategy to me you've just shown all your cards literally all the cards like they're rattled right now <laughs> you can tell oh yeah didn't you hear how they were meant to give out a statement yesterday or whatever and oh no this morning and then the queen said no that she is she needs to read the record over and probably just look at what people are saying before they comment so they are rattled so obviously we know piers morgan has his loud mouth from good morning britain right yeah He's left. <gasps> He's left. No. Mate. No. no. Barely controversial, exclusive. Not really. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> it is an exclusive. And bitch, another exclusive. That is my church. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. One thing that we didn't mention, um, a lot of people are rallying together against, um, against Piers Morgan just based on his comments about... Megan after like after the remarks on her on her mental health. Oh, there were forty one thousand complaints to Ofcom. Forty one thousand. Forty one thousand. I'm sorry that I that kind of gave me a little bit of hope. Yeah, bit of hope. I don't know if that has something to do with what's being said now, like with him leaving. Like I'm guessing when if if some if there's enough complaints, then like is he leaving or is he being forced to leave? Like is he fired? They've, they've obviously given him the opportunity to leave on his own behalf. So that's how they want to frame it to the mm. world. But I'm sure there was a sit down where they said, listen, <laughs> it's just not working out, mate. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. sure that conversation. But because the execs and the producers, they have respect for him because he does give them the views, they're going to allow him just to leave on his own accord. And I'm yeah. sure, like, everything is... For some dignity. Everybody is rattled and it's just, it is very comforting for me to know that it's a biracial woman, a woman that has a percentage of black in her, that was able to rattle and create such a ripple effect in the tabloids, in the media, and in the royal family itself. Everybody's doing damage control now because she just decided to speak her truth and her lived experience. That is how powerful it is when you live and speak and believe in truth. And don't be scared to speak out. And I can see why she would be scared because it's it's a large institution. You know, they have they have their hands in many pots. Like as as Oprah said, were you silent or silent? <laughs> yeah, so that's basically I don't know if you have any more any more points on it. My only point is there's a lot to get into, honestly. There's a lot to get into. It's a very diverse topic. It's very, very diverse. But my only topic, my my only last comments is that right now, Prince Charles needs to get out of Jesus' house and call up his son. That's what you need to be doing. Not sure whether he's done it or not, but this to me is just, it's just got PR written all over it. And I'm sorry, like, we're just not that dumb, you know? Black people see through this shit and rather than pretend that nothing is happening, instead of creating these PR opportunities, you need to speak to us and you need to speak to your son. Mm-hmm. That's what needs to happen. If you are going to be the next king of this country, you now need to be authentic. I don't yes. do all this PR shit. 
okay. Yeah. And my and my issue with that is like as black people, we really need to stop being so accommodating. Like we know what's like we know what's going on right now. Like why would they accept him? I, listen, I'm a bit disappointed in my pastor. I can't lie, my <laughs> like as religious people, religious people are meant to be, I guess, forgiven, forgiving, welcoming, etc. I I get that, but we forgive people that have asked for forgiveness. <laughs> okay. Even God said you forgive. But then don't act a fool the next time. This guy has, you know what it is? It's because he has a relationship with this, with this church. This isn't the first time he's been to this church. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if late last night the PR team called them and said, hi, is that okay? Prince Charles just comes in to do a one round, to do a little one-two step to, to see mm. what you guys are doing. I would not be surprised. Yeah. Surprised. Honestly, they're so shameless with it. And another shameless thing, I don't know if you heard, but during the time where the interview was happening, on on CBS or aired on CBS, mm. there was a pregnancy announcement from Pippa Middleton. Oh. Why why are you trying to blatantly distract us? Oh, big <laughs> thing, we stupid. You see, they're being so obvious about it. Like, like what? Like some decorum. <laughs> this PR stunt is too much for me to handle. Like, like they actually think that we're not educated. Like, you brought us over here. We entered into your schools. So we know what the hell we're talking about. We know English language. We did drama. We did yeah. marketing. Like, we yeah. understand. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, like yeah. we're not blind. We can see what you're doing. And a lot of people need to see what's happening as well. A lot of people are blinding themselves right now. Look at what is happening in front of you. They're doing damage control. They're trying to distract blatantly. It's and it's not, like, it's not even a conspiracy at this point. Like we can... <laughs> Oh God! Hey, conspiracy. This is this is the whole. This is them. This is the whole truth, black and white. Yeah. 4K, live 4K. They caught you in 4K. <laughs> Literally, they're recording him. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Oh my God! But yeah, there is nothing else. Honestly, they are, I think you said it. Down with the monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> the shameless royals. <laughs> oh my God. That's one thing Megan got wrong though. Rather than trying to integrate into like an inherently racist. racist institution that's been stuck in their ways for time, mm-hmm. like like trying to assimilate into that, it it was never gonna be a thing. It was it was never gonna work. And she said it herself that she made the she should not have believed that she was going to be protected. Mm. Yeah, she was going to be protected. She was never going to be protected and it's an absolute shame you mm-hmm. know it's an, it's an absolute shame but it has exposed the royals it's made them vulnerable and uncomfortable and they are now forced to speak and i'm very very excited and i'm very very curious to see what the statement is going to say yeah because they have to say something definitely half of me feels that it's probably going to be very bland and very like slate like Literally, like, in one ear, out the other, like, just gloss over everything. And then that's just another wasted opportunity for them to really just be, be authentic. Mm-hmm. Hear the cries of the people that they, that really have put them on this pedestal and pay for, you know, the castle and ETC. And it could have been a great opportunity for them to be authentic and have said that we have heard the concerns. You don't even have to say the certain words. You don't have to say racism. Yeah. You don't even have to say that. You can say, I've heard the concerns and we are devastated. If they actually said, I, we have heard the concerns, we are devastated, I would be shooketh. I'm not rotted. That's the yeah. first time. That would be the first time that they are actually being authentic to yeah. what is happening right now in this 21st century in 2021. So, you know, I doubt that they're going to go do a probe or investigation to racial inequality in the crown. They will not do that. Nobody should expect that. But if they can just create a statement that shows that they've heard and they understand, that's good enough for me. Can't lie. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's that, you know, that's literally the most I expect from them because I don't expect much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, they're, they're not known for being authentic. Like, they're not known for displaying themselves as real human beings who understand real human issues like they do their charity work and stuff but there's just an underlying tone of just that like not being genuine yeah no definitely 
Yeah. And it's, it's their fault because they could really tell their PR team, tell their marketing team is, I don't like how we're portrayed. We need to be more authentic. We need to be more real. What can we do? Like, if you have those conversations, you can, you can change how the public view you and just your image if you want to. If you want to be more humble, more human, you can do that. But they don't. Exactly. And the only people that were willing to do that was Diana, was Harry, in my opinion, and uh, Megan. Yeah. It yeah. Was, it was them three. Yeah. William went along with it. His wife went along with it. Prince William, I mean, Prince Charles already tapped anyways. So <laughs> then, that, that was it. All of them. But yeah. Woo, we dissected, boy. Mate, we dissected. I, I really hope we haven't missed anything out because there's so many points to talk about in this particular situation. But I guess once there is a follow-up, we will be talking about definitely, it. We definitely will be talking about this. But yeah, no, it's been good. It's been really good. I'm excited for next week now. Same, same. Um, yeah, guys, if you have any comments on what's gone on here with the Meghan and Harry situation or the monarchy, are you for or against it? Let us know. <laughs> let us know how you feel. And also let us know who do you think made the comment on the concerns, rather, on um, on the skin colour of their of their child. Yeah. Who do you think it was? Okay, who done it? Literally. <laughs> you did the deed. <laughs> but yeah. All right then. See you next week. Lovely speaking to y'all. Bye. Bye.